0: Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I am here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here. This podcast is about abortion and Roe v. Wade being overturned. If you have a problem with that, don't listen. It's very, very personal, so don't, you know, don't listen if you don't want an emotional podcast, but I hope... Those who do listen, enjoy what I have to say. So Roe v. Wade just got overturned, and I don't know, I'm feeling a lot of different things about it, and I thought it would be good to talk about it, maybe. And Obviously, I'm choice I, I personally have had an abortion and know many women who have had an abortion, whether they were 17, 20, 25. I've known many women who have had an abortion. And I think you would be shocked by how many it is. They say it's one in five, but you know, it might be more. And it's one of those things that is so shamed. So I don't know, so many people ugh, so many people talk about it. It's one of those things that so many people talk about and yet they don't talk about it in a real way. So many people will say, oh, hey, I, you know, I don't believe in this or I believe in this. And I just, I wish people would talk about men and women and any gender. I wish they would talk about their experience with it in a real way. Not what they believe, not not what they think they would do. And of course, I, before I had an abortion, I would, I would say, oh, I don't know if I would have one, but I, I want, anyone to choose that like I think it's a right to choose of course but I don't know if I could go through with it that's what I would say before I had one and now that I've had one I know what I would do and obviously it's so situational it's, it depends on what's going on in your life it depends at where your mental health is at it depends on if you feel prepared to have a child with this person or without this person that you seed with and It just infuriates me that people will have conversations surrounding this and about what they would do, but they never talk about, nobody talks about it in a way that genuinely means anything. It's all like, oh, pro-choice, pro-right. Oh, it's a religious thing. Oh, you're, you're sinning against God. Even though religiously, it's made up it was a political scheme it literally is not a religious topic at all but whatever it's it just is so ridiculous to me that people are so willing to speak about somebody's experience without having a conversation with them because genuinely if i had a conversation with somebody about abortion and i said hey i had an abortion That conversation is gonna change. Because if they're looking me in the face and they're saying you're had an abortion and they think I'm a fucking terrible person and I'm going to hell, it's gonna be a lot fucking harder to say that to my face. But it's easy to be like, oh, all these people are going to hell, or or oh you know, it's 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 hard to look at a woman who is having a non viable pregnancy and to say, You can't have an abortion because you're killing that baby even though the baby or the cells or whatever, even even though it's non-viable, it's watching that woman go through that. Being a doctor or a physician or a nurse or whatever, watching that woman push out a baby that's already dead, crying, distraught, traumatized. And nobody, and people use it as scare tactics. They'll be like, Oh, well, what about this? Or, oh, this and that. And people share their stories. But it's just, just have a fucking conversation with me. Just talk to me. Ask me why I had an abortion. Ask me questions. Ask them why they want to to abort their child. Is it because the guy who got them pregnant raped them? Is it because they feel like they'll be a shit mother and they're having a lot of fears? Like just have a conversation with these people and figure out why they did it. And it's not it's not supposed to be this like celebrity, like, oh, look at me, I had an abortion. I'm trying to convince the politics. I don't even give a shit about the politics of it. It just needs to be a, com- a humanist conversation. In this country, we have become so politicized. Everything is politicized. Everything from the food we eat, if it's vegan, if it's not vegan, from the all the foods we eat, from the stores we shop at, from the day to day of how we live. Voting used to be, oh, I just think this will help me a little. I don't know. This will be good for my for my money or whatever. And it's become so i such a part of our identity. And people will ask me, they'll be like, "Oh, what what, what are you registered as?" Or I'll say like, "Oh, I'm liberal." And they automatically make a million assumptions about me even though i have conservative family members that i love i have i've had i've dated conservative people i've i have friends who are really religious i have friends who are wild and not religious or or i have friends who are just quiet and not religious i have i literally have friends all over the board i have atheists friends i have best friends that will believe i have i literally love humans in a way that i don't give a fuck about your politics And it's so easy to let the extremes of each group taint the rest of the population. And we let this happen. And we let everything become politicized to the point that now Roe v. Wade is overturned. And that happens because we politicize everything. We're politicizing bullshit, things that don't even matter. Like truly, people being allowed to have abortions was literally not affecting anybody but those people. And it is now overturned because we made it a political issue. Because people, the media, and the people running these political campaigns, they they said, oh, you know what's really good to get elected? Saying this, saying this, saying that, saying this. And our politicians don't even fucking necessarily care or believe this. They just want to get reelected. They have a job to do. If you watch Veep, it's hilarious because she's being a shit person and she, her whole goal is to become the president. And it's fucking hilarious, but it is reality. Because all jokes stem from some truth. And I just am infuriated and not even at, not even specifically that Roe v. Wade got overturned, even though I think it will have horrible consequences. And I really think state reps are going to have to step up and protect. Not only their citizens, but the citizens of the people who are coming from different states to get abortions. And, you know, so many organizations are going to need to step up. So many people are going to have to help people out. Um, Or we're going to have a huge, a worse homeless population. We're going to have a worse child um, foster care situation. All of this is going to get worse. So I think people are going to have to step up. I'm very upset by that. But I'm more upset by the fact that we made a non-political issue a political issue. And now people in people in Congress and the President and the sur- Supreme Justices think they have a right to tell me what to do with my body. And if it's their kid, if it's their daughter, they're gonna find any fucking way to get that baby out. They made a non-political issue a political issue, and this is what we do in this country, and this is what infuriates me. We will let people own guns. We will let people scream profanity on the internet and in the streets and do whatever the fuck they want. But when it comes to literally health care and taking care of your body, you don't give like we don't give a fuck. And we are making it political. But when it is, an is a certain issue, those say, oh, that's not a political issue. Why are you bringing this up? And it is because the people who, and I've heard this from other people, the people who, um, you know, host these debates and the media that talk to politicians and the, the uh, lobbies and all these things they are their whole job is to twist everything and to make it ingenuine and make everything an issue and instead of asking oh well what can we do about a b and c they always go to the thing that both sides will never agree on they always go to gun control they always go to abortion they know, they don't go to like okay how do we feed the homeless or like how do we? they don't go to things that we might actually agree on you know they have to pick these like things that feel like moral identities in us and abortion is so personal it is it should be a personal decision and we have brought it into a political space and of course people are going to be emotionally charged by that and even guns people who own guns they have an emotional connection to that and rather focusing on things that are that Republicans and Democrats can agree on, and that you can actually move forward with? We are focusing all of our time on these two things, and then it draws attention to it, and then bad shit happens. And it's just fucking infuriating. It's infuriating as somebody, and I know I'm not alone. I know that 80 fucking percent of this country doesn't give a shit if people get abortions. They say, hey, pro-choice, I wouldn't do it, but you do you. Fine. And I get it. And I didn't think I would do it until I had to do it because I couldn't have a fucking kid. And it is truly so infuriating that the people that are supposedly representing us don't fucking give a shit about us. They don't give a shit. They want to play a game. To them, it's all about winning. It's all about making money. And it's fucking toxic. And I get it. Power can make people toxic. And toxic people try to go find power. And it corrupts people. I get it. I get it. But this is fucked up. We need a system that kicks people out better. You know, we need to get rid of people in charge a little easier. Because this shit is crazy and we're not going to have a fucking coup d'etat. It's just absurd. And that's exactly why people want their guns. Because they think a coup is going to happen, and they're going to have to fucking protect themselves, or get up there and and they're going to attack the fucking capital, which they did. But it feel like people feel this way because they feel like they need protection from the government. Nobody trusts the government because the government's a fucking piece of shit, and they are not representing us as much as they say they are. And it's so fucking infuriating. That's all. That's the only word I have. Is I am infuriated, just like everybody else, and and getting my abortion during the pandemic, and it wasn't, and, the, and, and I felt like an idiot, like, I was so mean to myself, I was like, you're a fucking idiot, how'd you let yourself get pregnant, you were a public health major, you're educated, you know how to stay protected, how the fuck did you get pregnant, you're so stupid, blah, 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 I was berating myself, I was being a fucking asshole to myself, Because I felt so ashamed and so down that I was, because everybody in my life was like, oh, well, you have to be stupid to get pregnant. And the reality is you don't have to be stupid. You have to be fed up with birth control because my birth control was making me fucking insane. Because estrogen, too much estrogen in your body is not good for you. And it makes you hormonal, it makes you moody, it makes you upset, it gives. It makes you depressed, all of this bullshit. So I got fed up with my pills. I was scared to get an IUD. And I literally took mine out yesterday by myself. I ripped it out. Not yesterday, two days ago. I ripped it out by myself because I was in so much fucking pain from my IUD. And I had it for a year. I tried. I, f- I kept saying, oh, get through it. You're being a pussy. It's fine. Just get through that. Every time of the month, you just have to stay in your bed and it'll be painful and you'll just fucking deal with it because you can't can't get pregnant again. And it taints this experience that is supposed to be wonderful having a baby or it taints the experience of having a partner that you love and having this sexual relationship that is really supposed to be great. Anyone who has had a good, healthy sexual experience knows that it's a nice thing for everybody involved. And that everybody should be able to enjoy that, seeing as it's a biological thing. It's normal. But it's hard to enjoy that when you're pumped full of estrogen or you're scared of getting pregnant and you're A, B, and C. And we were using condoms and you know what? I still got pregnant. It wasn't because I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to like out it's going to be like pull out I I don't care like I'll risk it no it's not because of that and it wasn't with it wasn't I wasn't sleeping around with randoms even though that's totally fine if you are I was with my boyfriend and I had this experience and you know I fucked up I was ovulating I didn't know I was trying to track but I didn't know I was trying to be safe and careful but I didn't know and and I wasn't I I fucked up Shit happens, and it's okay. And I, the shame I felt, living in New York City, where it's an incredibly liberal, so like so the, it seems, an incredibly liberal pa- place. And I went to a Planned Parenthood. I was in the suburbs actually, but on Long Island. And I went to Planned Parenthood, and I filled everything out. My partner couldn't come in because it was COVID, so it was me and a bunch of women, socially distancing, and I was just sitting there with my headphones in, berating myself an hour, waiting to be called in. And it's Planned Parenthood, and they're underfunded, so I went in, and I could have gone to my to my regular doctor, but I was so ashamed, and I was scared, that, and I wanted to get it done as soon as possible, so I didn't, I went to Planned Parenthood because it was the soonest I could go. I went in, I answered all these terrifying questions about whether I was being coerced, whether I had been raped, whether I've been abused, all these scary questions. And then I went, go in and and the woman, I think she was a, a PA, she gave me an ultrasound and she was very friendly, but she was very young. And I was scared, and she, you know, they were just doing their job, being normal. And she put it inside me and did an ultrasound, which I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, and she asked me if she wanted to, if I wanted to see it. I said no. Said it's five weeks and five days, very early on. You can barely even tell you're pregnant at that point, and. She asked me if I wanted to, like, slurp it out with a vacuum or if I wanted to take the pills, and I decided I wanted to take the pills and go home. And then I just bled out alone for the weekend, all weekend long. I just bled and bled and bled. And you feel it come out, and feels like a little clot. And it's not even so much that that... That the actual, I don't have any regrets. Like uh, now that I'm, you know, however many years past it, I don't have any regrets at all, and I'm very happy I didn't have a baby. And I even thought when I took that pregnancy test, I was like, oh, if I have any kind of inkling of like, oh, good, this is hope, whatever, I'm happy. Then maybe I'll keep it. You know, maybe we we move out of New York, we move somewhere cheaper, and and we raise it. Sure, we're adults. We both have jobs, but. I literally did not have that. I saw that test and I immediately broke down crying. And I immediately felt like an idiot. And I immediately shamed myself. And I immediately panicked because I didn't know who I could talk to. And thankfully, I have siblings that I could call and I had friends. And I even had to call my religious friend to be like, hey, I don't know what to fucking do about this. And like, I feel so ashamed because of my religious upbringing and it was just all around a horrible experience and my partner was there for me he was kind and he discussed it and he was feeling a lot of things also and it was still a horrifying experience the fact that I was in a state that made it very easy to get and it still was such a horrible shame-filled experience is tragic and and now it's overturned so that means even more so this is going to be how it is and it's so funny that people are so okay with with making other people's lives harder and i don't understand it in the slightest because if your 17-year-old daughter got pregnant and tried to keep that baby plenty if not most people would be like what the fuck are you thinking that's crazy they would be upset and everyone would be upset that your 17-year-old got pregnant because that seems young and that is hard and you don't have a job when you're 17 you know or 16 or 15 or whatever most people would be really upset by that and if the The daughter wanted to keep it. They would feel they'd have a lot of feelings about that, and if they wanted to abort it, they'd probably have a lot of feelings about it. But it's so funny that when it's personal, when it's you, you feel different. You feel differently, and you feel different than you think you're gonna feel. That's the thing. And people make mistakes, and people have sex. Like all of these people who think they're not having sex. Like there's a reason that priests are fucking children because they have up urges and the closest pe- people to them are these kids and it's and that is not to give a anyone who's a pedophile any excuse because there's no excuse. but this is what I'm saying is people have sex, and we used to die at fucking forty or whatever, so if you waited until marriage, you got married at fifteen when you started having sexual feelings. And so you got married right away, and then had sex, and then you died. Had a kid and died, and probably died during childbirth. I don't know. I just I can't can't imagine my experience being as emotional as as it was. I'm not traumatized from it. I'm happy I did it. I still can think back about how I was feeling at the time and feel sad for myself because I didn't deserve to go through that shame process. I didn't deserve to have to feel. The way that i felt i still don't deserve to feel ashamed about talking about it like literally i was just out with a group of women a few weeks ago i don't even know when and 75 percent of the women there had had an abortion and nobody said anything we were talking about abortion and nobody said anything until i said i had an abortion and i just can't that's the thing if i'm talking about abortion i can't just keep it in i because i I've experienced it. I know what it's like, you know? <sighs> I hope that people out there realize that this is not a religious topic. You can look it up. You can literally look up when it became, quote-unquote, religious because of a political scheme. And even if it was and you are religious, at least in the the church that I grew up in, Jesus was forgiving. He helped people who were struggling. He hung out with prostitutes and thieves and whatever else. And he didn't judge and he helped and he forgave people. And these people that are saying this is a religious thing, like, why are you not reaching out your hand to help instead of being the way you're being? And I just don't get it. So. And I'm not saying it's all religious people. There's plenty of religious people that are pro-choice and great and wonderful. It's a specific it's a very small specific group of people that are willing this to happen and they're it's working. It's fucked up. And I just hope that if anyone's out there and dealing with an abortion or trying to get an abortion or they're scared I mean, my friend just just texted me and she's like, what a day to take out your IUD or like what a week to take your IUD out because now, now Roe v. Wade is overturned. And I just was like, you know what? I can get access. I live in, I've lived in very liberal states. And even when I didn't, I lived in Louisiana and I still went to Planned Parenthood. I had the money to drive places. Like I would drive anywhere. I'd fly anywhere. I have enough money to take care of my shit. And not that I'm planning to get another abortion ever, but I'm not worried about me. I'm not worried about me accessing healthcare. I'm not worried about even with even though I have shit insurance right now, I'm still not worried about me accessing healthcare because if I get in debt a bajillion dollars from a health crisis, I have people that I can rely on. And not everybody has that. And it's really fucked up. And I hope if you are struggling or you alone or you're scared that you know you're not alone and there are people out there that will help you and care for you and this is a time more than ever for us to come together and women to be together and take care of each other so okay that's all I have to today I love you all I hope you have a good day